Oh, wow. Holy crap. I just blew my ears out. Yes. Um, apparently, between the between the two headphones that I used last week and this week, big big difference. Holy oh. crap! Yeah, I noticed as I was editing the show that there were the headphones I was using last week had a little bit of audio leakage, so there was a delay. I had to work really hard to, you know, uh. to like get to get delayed Paul out of my track. And, right. uh, yeah, so I, oh. I, uh, you got some over the ears. Going on? <clears throat> well, they, well, they were over the ears to begin with, but they were open backed open over the ears. And so I went and got my, got my oldest son's, uh, bullshit Michael Phelps headphones. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. Are they really like Michael Phelps branded headphones? Is no, he they're no, 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 no. They're not. They're not actual Michael Phelps. But you know, no, like like the big. I and I don't. I don't even know what he. I've uses. got some big. He, I got. He some probably big ones has like, like some Beats or something like that. But yeah, you know, I'm like, sure he has Beats. You know, just like the big oversized. Yeah. Bullshit headphones. Hey. Hey. Yeah. That's too judgy. <laughs> I have the big over the ear ones, but it's for work, so that because we have an open office environment, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just so I can. Uh, yep, yep. It's so I can look like Princess Leia. What's well, good? But I say, I say it's because I don't want to hear anybody. I I went with medium sized bullshit headphones uh, for for work. I I finally I finally got around to to getting myself some some Bluetooth headphones. I I purchased some Plantronics. Headphones. Plantronics? I don't Plantronics. know if I know that brand. Uh, well, they are mostly known for uh, dolls. No, they're they're okay. they're known for like conference phones and things. Plan- and s- Plantronics, not Plantronics, Plan- not Playtronics, Plantronics. Um, yeah, so so they were they were early adopters in the. Uh, the the Bluetooth dingus headphone, like you know, so uh, the the yeah. hey, I'm I'm a real estate guy who's really fucking important, and I can never take this out of my ear type of oh, thing. Oh, it's those kind of yeah. Things. They were gotcha. they were they were uh, they were big in that. They were only a step above Blackberries, really. Right, exactly. Yeah. So if you, so if you got your Blackberry, then you went and you got yourself a Plantronics, uh, you know, a Plantronics dildo ear. And uh, put are you that telling in. me that you have that see-through microphone that's going to your mouth too, like a Southern Baptist preacher? Oh God, I wish. Church? I yeah. wish. I wish. If if I, I think that's your goal. I'm telling you, if I had that, game you'd over. Be pa- I, you'd be yeah. pacing and talking. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be sitting here. I would be walking all around the room. Waving. You'd my be arms. on location at the Oak Park Mall. That's you'd right. Be like, hey. Yeah. You, yeah. Nobody would know. And. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I would be bringing the ruckus. Oh, man. Yeah, if I could do that. I have that. the bows, the bows over the ear ones. Here's well, the, you're see, in those an office are at least again, good, right? Though. Yes, I'm in an office again. So what's the over? What, what, uh, not, there's no over under. I don't even know what that means. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what it means. I don't want to get into it either. Um, headphones in the bathroom. Yes, no. <sighs> It's a big you know, question. That that honestly has been on my mind big time. It's a the, big question. The last the last two weeks. Yeah. Because I, because I've only had these Bluetooth headphones for about three to four weeks now, and yeah, and there's and there's times that I've been like, man, I gotta go to the bathroom, and I mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, you know, hey, I'm wireless. I yeah. I don't have to take these off. I can just go yes. right on in. It's a new thing. It's a new. A new yeah. situation you have to tackle, and it's and it's things. and it's not even and it's not even like it's a onesie. You know, you close the door, you lock it, and you're you're it. You're you're the friend yeah. of the bathroom. I have not done it yet. But how big are your headphones for work? 
Well, they're they're they are. Are they AirPods? That's what I have. No, they're not AirPods. Uh, Bragging. These, these, no, these little Plantronics suckers. They are over the ears. They are larger. They are larger okay. than a regular pair of over the ear headphones, but smaller okay. than these bullshit Michael Phelps headphones that I'm wearing. Okay, so you're yeah you're uh and, oh and, crossing and, into and, a threshold and of they, obviously and they, are, and they are gray and super bright lime green, so it's not oh, like wow. you know you're it, not hiding those as you walk in you know yeah they they. You know, they they draw some attention when they come into a room yeah. or a bathroom, even though it's a onesie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, know. I I haven't done it yet, but I have heard other people listening to things and oh, stalls. I'm like, yeah, well, I guess if you can. <laughs> yeah, I. Oh, I. So, so many times am I on that? I. You know, and and eventually, I just I take the headphones off and I put them down. I hit pause and and you know, and I walk away. But man, there's just there really is. Let's no do reason. it this week. There's let's no do reason. it. That, yes, let's do it's it. Our let's, goal. Let's let's, let's it's our goal. Let's, do it this week. Okay. So this week we're gonna we're gonna use headphones. You know, even I mean, you know, sounds like you've got higher stakes than me, but yeah, let's let's use let's use headphones in the toilet. I'm going vegan. I'm not let's, putting stakes in this at all. <laughs> Which is better? Is it more subtle or being blatant about like I'm just wearing these headphones in here? Yeah, I you know I don't um, know. I don't have. Any I kind of I, I kind of feel like the egregious display of 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 headphone is almost advantageous because because that's 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 telling a story, friend. You know, I mean, it's just like, look, I am here to. I, I, I'm I'm encapsulating myself. If there was a way that I could have a colostomy bag or a, <laughs> or a catheter at my desk, I probably would. But here I am because of necessity, you know, because we don't have a registered nurse on staff, and I can't yeah. catheterize myself. Yeah. Well, um, I'm I'm pissing with headphones on. Do you with think it. there's a now now that? I think the obvious question after this, is there a subtle shift in noise control when you are then unable to hear your own noises? Whether that be f- from the flatulence butt right, or right. from the groans that might happen for grunting those andouille sausage shits or whatever is happening, you know? That's another really good question. Like, uh, yeah, like yes- yesterday... You know, there was there was there was something something bubbling inside me, and it felt like it really wanted to come out. And it felt like when it did come out, it was going to be really violent. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you wait for the, the a clear out? I, I also don't know how big your bathrooms are, so I don't. Well, I mean, you know, again, they're they're what's well, the stall situation? There's there's no stall. It's it's a onesie. It's like you know, there's oh, there's you're a the, onesie. Oh, yeah, so you, you know, can so, go for right. the flow. Yeah. yeah, you know. Oh uh, no, we have three stalls and a urinal, so it's a little bit of. Well, but see, that's the thing, though. If, uh, like, if you're gonna ruin it, everybody, you know, it's. I mean, it's pretty easy to figure out that it, who it was. Yeah. So. um you know, and and that was what I was kind of faced with yesterday, and I don't know what it was, but it was just like, oh, oh, was shit. was it obvious? Who I mean, it's like, the, is it a bathroom situation where you, it's easy to see the door and who's coming in and out, or is it sort of a hallway it's, bathroom? No, it's pretty easy. It's pretty oh, easy to know. Oh no, yeah, it's a don't <laughs> yeah. go in there situation. Is it unisex? No, l- luckily, okay. luckily, there's 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 one for each. You know, and so, but that brings up a whole different thing. It's like, okay, so, so if, so if you're sitting in there, you know, playing Why? Clash Clash Royale while dropping a deuce, and you hear the next door, you know, the next door bathroom, like the fan turn on, and I yeah. don't know why there's a fan in in the girls' side, but not a fan in the boys' side. Really? Yeah, I I, I don't get that. Feels like that but, should be switched. Yeah, well, yeah. So to be, you know, you hear the fair, fan turn can, on, yeah. and you're like, "Oh shit! Okay, hold on." Literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did did I clear everything out properly mm. before? Uh, Is yeah. there a window situation going on in nope. there? No. 
No, oh, no, 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 no. Boy. No, no, it is it is the it is the deepest it's a hot box. <laughs> yeah. The worst kind of yeah, hot yeah, box. Yeah, yeah. You're not getting high, you're getting sick. <laughs> a hot box yeah, myself. It's a, it's a Watch out for the vomit. Windowless, yeah. absolute you know, farthest corner of a building right next to <laughs> a uh, right next to a bunch of uh oh. you know, trendy uh, apartments that are being built really, really super fast. You also got to wonder where the fan goes for the girls' bathroom. I don't know. Where's the vent go? I don't know. Probably into the boys' room. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. I'm just imagining there's like blowing it into the, the boys' bathroom. <laughs> Get in there. It's like swampy and hot. Like, oh, it's, oh why? Yeah. Yeah, so so uh, yeah, it's uh, there's there's just it's it's fraught you're with slipping danger. Slipping and sliding yeah, off the seat because the whole thing is just fraught with danger. <laughs> that is the worst when you have the 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 hot snakes going on, get sweaty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and they get, it gets hotter in there because you feel like there's steam coming. Up. <laughs> ah, this is gross. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Natural progression of conversation, though. Sure, I mean that's, everyone's that's thinking that we're just saying it, right? 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 We we are bringing to light the conversations that are in the deepest, darkest corners of, well, in this case, our bowels. Yeah, the and, deepest, uh, corners of our crack. Yeah, and you know, and and we're we're bringing them, we're we're examining them, and. Uh, I mean, everyone sure brings their their phone into the bathroom. Everyone, brings I believe their phone that is commonly understood, though oh, not. Yeah. I'm not even sly kosher. about that anymore. You know, right? You and just, now it's the headphone yeah. etiquette since the Bluetooth era has brought about. I think because before it would be you'd have to hold your phone because you know the wire may not right. go if you right. you know yeah. are doing your thing with pants pulled down or whatnot, or for or standing at the urinal, you could be issues. Now there's a whole new world of uh, do I just keep listening to my music and just go to the bathroom sure. or well I mean you know and I don't, I don't know the answer depending on what you want to do and 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 the size of your office and how you know how you're uh, how you're so inclined I mean you could honestly leave your phone at your desk and just walk into the bathroom with your headphones yeah, on I can't I'm, it's a little too far for our office but. Yeah, like I definitely wouldn't. The signal would definitely be lost. Yeah, I but think. I think. I think. I also have a hidden bathroom situation. It's in a hallway, mm, so mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I sneak in without anybody knowing and get in there, no one's going to know. Yeah, and there's no talking in a bathroom anyway. So no, I'm no, not going to miss out on anything. I mean that that that's not even a conversation. I mean, or at least it shouldn't be a conversation that we're going to have. Oh no, I mean, that that not, is that is. Just yeah. straight up, nope, the, no. The bathroom no. is Vegas, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no. Will be talk about. any anybody that that even attempts to breach that contract. Oh, that's that's fireable offense, in my opinion. Oh yeah. If you're like, hey, heard you shitting over there. <laughs> Noticed your shoes, looked in the crack. I looked in the crack of the stall, saw it was you. Uh, noticed your shoes. Everything all right? Well, it's you must not, have it's not even It's not even post-mortem shit talk. It's just like, hey, no. hey, everything going all right over there? You know, yeah. I hear things going on in progress. No, what's worse is if it's um, after the fact. And they're like, well, hey, I saw yeah. you in there. Yeah. Would you have, I, I'm guessing you had, like, Alfredo? Is that what I, <laughs> like, What? <laughs> Oh, oh, mm. that's wrong on so many levels. Yeah, just can't happen. Always, uh, yeah, big offices are uh, uh, wrought with danger. Yeah, yes, they are. But sometimes those offices get smaller. So are, are are you are are you are you ready? Are you prepared for talking? To, or yeah, for, to talk about it. Do you? Or, I mean, it's it's public information, so yeah. I, I certainly can talk about it. Yeah, like the company I work for, which is called Everything But the House, a company I really do enjoy working for. 
I, should I give some backstory? Is that helpful? I mean, I don't even know if you know backstory or. Well, or, I mean, I know. You've I don't know. I mean, bit. you you go you go where you feel like you want to go. I I like I'm, to give context. I give I'm, context. I'm, okay. I guess. I'm like I'm like a. Uh, today I am a uh, ayahuasca ceremony shaman. I, I, I'm here to just kind of guide you through. Are we on a vision quest? Yeah, sure. I think I, I feel like we are. I always think of The Simpsons, though, for some reason. <laughs> okay. Do you know? Well, you probably don't know that episode. Johnny no, Cash is the voice of a coyote when Homer ate that super hot pepper and kind of went on that vision quest. That's what I'm doing right now. Okay. Okay. If that if that's what gets you through the night, it doesn't then, get me through anything. Well, okay, then uh, I'll whatever. So, backstory: the company I work for has been around for a while. It was just an estate auction house locally in Cincinnati. It got bought by two brothers who were in real estate in like 2008, I think, somewhere around there. Uh, they brought it onto a more digital world by starting to offer those items online. But it was still traditional uh, estate where if you won the auction, you still have to go to the house of the estate to pick up the items. Uh, somewhere around two years ago, um, we decided that it might be good to broaden our reach to go to more cities. I think actually we were expanding before I came into different markets nearby, Indianapolis, like Louisville, Lexington, Columbus, I think those are some of the first ones um, where people could probably drive here and not be a big deal to pick up stuff just to see how we might do in those markets, you know, and it did pretty well, but obviously, you know, what's the next logical conclusion is either to open up like either keep doing it in different cities where people have to pick up in, in those homes or open up to more people buy shipping items to them. So we went with the, uh, how about we try making it more nationwide by offering it as a shipping option. So we created an entire distribution center where we would bring items from estates and ship them out of there. Which, okay, pause. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, to me, gut feeling at the face of it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. It does make sense. Um, this is part of the investment we got. Like we, we're the biggest funded company in Ohio uh, in terms of VC. Yeah. Uh, so it's a. I mean, it's a. It's a good idea. It makes a lot of sense. We have really cool items that are more unique than eBay. It's all through us. It's not through individuals. So there's some. We believe that there's some trust built around that. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not dealing with just some guy out of a van on Craigslist. You're not dealing with an individual on eBay. You're dealing with a company who looks at these items, authenticates them. We photograph them. We itemize them, catalog them, all sorts of stuff. Make sure they're authentic, give you all the information on them, and then open it up to a worldwide platform. Mm-hmm. The problem is when you go into shipping, you become a totally different kind of company. Uh, one, you have to meet expectations of people, and that's really hard to do because of Amazon. We believe yes. that people would give us leeway and forgiveness for not being Amazon. It doesn't happen. They expect free or or at least predictable, and our rates are based on size and weight, just like normally back like 10 years ago. <laughs> but everyone doesn't think that way anymore. So it became a little more difficult, and we kept opening in cities. We went to, I think, the, the the largest that we had was 27 cities, which is a lot. And those cities sometimes had a warehouse where we would either rent a warehouse from a moving company to take local estates to or have them brought back here. But That was, that was going to be my question, is, is yeah. in those extra cities, were there warehouses, or did everything yeah. always go back? There's third-party companies that will... Sh- We'll box and ship stuff. It's called Shiphawk. That's who we used. But mm-hmm. then again, it would incur different costs because it wasn't through us. We had to right. work with a third party. That's not something you can easily explain to someone on a platform. But anyway, we thought we would be able to kind of weather those kind of storms, kept getting investment, kept growing. Um, but it was hard to balance two different things. We expanded in all those cities and decided to do shipping. And those are two very uniquely different things. And 
over the course of time, we, you know, we wouldn't hit projections and we would have to, we would shut down cities that we weren't just growing fast enough. We were having a hard time making inroads in terms of finding estates or mm-hmm. making it profitable. So we would have to close some and we were slowly just, you know, trying to course correct. But um, about a month ago, uh, we got a new CEO, our current CEO, stepped down a new CEO who was the former CEO of Zipcar, who Zipcar got bought by Avis. Mm-hmm. He's not from Cincinnati. I can't remember where he's from now, but he was on our board of directors. So read into it how you will. A board member becomes CEO and he shuts down. I mean, the plan is he hasn't done it all at once, but it's no fucking around. <laughs> We're moving out of all markets except for eight. So from 27 to eight. Yeah. Wow. I mean, the 27 had been dwindling down for a year. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. But it okay. was down from 19 to eight. That's still, that's a still, lot. that's still, yeah. Yeah. That's still more than half. Uh, and that's over through June. That's going to be happening. But locally we cut, over 200 jobs. And that has been my week, week and a half of dealing with, like I kind of knew it was happening just because we're in upper management stuff, but mm-hmm. and it was a lot of people who worked in the warehouse who were boxing stuff and itemizing and cataloging. We let a lot of them go because his mind is, we've been doing this wrong. We've been making people really angry because we're expensive and we need to get back to figure out what works best. And it's a tif- I mean, that's a difficult decision for anyone to come in and be like, this is a company that can make money, but we grew too fast. Yeah. We, grew, we didn't grow smart. Like, trying to do two things at once is not easy. And trying to do two different things at once, like, we're going to grow in all these markets and try to get estate sales in, but then we're going to make everyone pay for shipping. And a right. shipping cost that's variable. And shipping costs that if you buy five items, you're going to get five boxes because we don't do everything at once because those items might be here, there, and everywhere. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And that made no one happy. Like, well, I paid $5 for this thing, and it's going to cost me $30 to ship? No, thank you. So yeah. you to deal with forfeiture and people not you know, contesting that they didn't want. I mean, all sorts of stuff. And uh-huh. he's trying to basically course correct on that, which is a big about face, but... As horrible it is as it is, it makes sense. We could bleed for a long time and eventually get to the point where we are now, or worse. Or just he's just like, oh, ripping this bandaid. Yeah. So, man, it's been a ugh. tough week. Yeah. Uh, and then the natural backlash of today is the minute it happens, everyone's out there talking about it like yeah. we had a pr story ready to go but i think they beat us to the punch in terms of people who got let go just went out there and bitched and moaned about it which well I, and, I mean, and that that tends to it. happen yep that, yeah that i mean you know unless you unless you have that pr piece that immediately goes out the the people that it affects are always going to beat you to the punch absolutely yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably could have done things differently there. I don't know, but yeah. Well, so now, yeah, it's like here. Uh, yeah. There's always that like possibility. Got, it's like punching a gut for everyone. It's sort of like the survivor's remorse sort of thing. Like, yes. I yeah. feel bad that all these people got let go. It's not, yeah. That's not easy or great. Yeah. So it seems like it, and, and it's, you know, yeah. Blah. I I am not even sure how to, or even if even if a single word from me is warranted. Uh, <laughs> because, but you've been hey, through similar things, though. I, I have been through similar things, but 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 also completely not different. You know, not similar things at all. Because it sounds to me like all of the deep cuts are operations based. Yeah, but it, it is, also yeah. seems like operations is really the meat of how this how this place works, yeah. and so yeah, and so that's that is a that's a weird thing, and I can it's I a can weird. Only, I mean, it's I a, can only imagine what it feels like to be on the other side of that, not yeah. being an operationally based worker there. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not operations, but yeah. You know, I'd say operations 7%. and logistics. That's yeah. 70% the, of our company is that. Yeah. Well, it has to be. It honestly has yes, to be because, y- you know, you can have so many people making the software what it is and making the experience what it is. Right. But at the end of the day, somebody has to put a thing in a yes. box or boxes. Right. And and tell people and, to use that software and provide the computers for that software and right. train the people on what to do and how to get there. And Yeah. You have to manage how long it should take them to do that so that we're getting stuff out in a timely fashion based on how many items we're getting in. You know, like, yeah. we basically at any given day had 11,000 items a day with staggering end times, you know, like sales sure. ending here and there. That's a lot of stuff. That's to go a through. lot of stuff. It's a fucking lot of stuff. And we're really, I mean, we know we're cutting it down. And it's not because of money. Like, uh, the perception is going to be that we're doing it because we have to save money. It's not because of that. It's because we have to course correct or we would have no money. Right. We would keep making and, and, and throwing money into markets that weren't going to survive. Yeah. That we could cover up with markets that were doing well. Yeah. So all we're going to do is keep around the markets that did well. Yeah. No, and, and, and then grow smart. Sure. Like, so he's saying, like, I mean, the way I'm thinking of it is like, think about if you're a McDonald's franchise or a original McDonald's. Okay. And you want to grow. And the way you grow is to just start putting McDonald's all over, but not really telling them how to be in McDonald's. It's just like, yeah, just go out and get people to come. Like, well, what food should we have? I don't care. Whatever. Just get people to come. Like, you're worried about getting people to buy from your McDonald's, but not worried about how the McDonald's is run or how uniform it should be. And you just keep doing that all over the place, and all of them are different. Some sell brisket some sell hot dog i mean this is literally what happened with the first mcdonald's too but and you know the way to keep branded keep control keep consistency keep all of that is to franchise in a way to think about when you open here is the rule book here is the playbook here is the setup here's how you do it and i think that's what the new ceo has come in basically to say like we're going to stop we're going to come up with a pattern and a system that we can use in every place that we go. Because that's yeah. not the way we grew. We grew fast, and we grew pretty haphazardly, really. Yeah. And from you know, from that kind of standpoint, that sounds like a positive thing. And it, it, It's a positive negative. It, yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that how do you ever – you know, as as a caring, empathetic human, how do you ever yeah. just go? Well, you know, you know, hey, really, this is actually pretty good. But you know, knowing that really shitty things happen to good people, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, and there's no I, way to tell someone that you know, no, this especially is a especially and be in okay, the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it it's. And it's a downer mood. Our office is a lot less sparse because we had a lot, a lot of salespeople go because there are salespeople related to regions, and those regions are going and, away. Yeah, there are no regions. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, that's it's, it's dour. Yeah, and I mean, feeds into anxiety like nothing else. Like, oh, it's a matter of time for I'm next because I'm not needed, and all you know, it spirals very quickly. Even though that's not realistic, but. It totally makes sense. And, and and you're right. You mentioned earlier that, you know, I kind of have and I have. I've gone I've gone through through this. Um you know, back when back when I worked at, at Barkley and this was, you know, good lord, eight years ago now. Wow. Um God, it feels like yesterday, but it really was. It was eight <laughs> years ago. Um I was working in new business. And I and so I was in charge of doing all the new business pitches and kind of kind of being the creative director for the agency brand and not necessarily any one of our clients. And so and so I was always, you know, I was traveling, I was doing a lot of pitches, I was and and we were increasingly doing more and more and more and more pitches. And, and, you know, and I was just the guy making keynote slides, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, out out of the out of the new biz 
team, I certainly was the low man on the totem pole. You know, I was just there to make everybody else's ideas happen. But, uh, you know, I listened. I was I was a smart guy. I kept an ear open while I, you know, had my Bluetooth headphones on in the toilet. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and, and I would listen and, and I would hear – as as we were talking about different pitches, talking about you know uh, how how much of how much of uh, revenue this would mean or that would mean, and then and but then eventually they would say, well, you know, here's here's the elephant in the room, you know, if uh, Sonic Drive-In goes away, uh, you know that that is such a large part of our uh, overall bottom line they that, were a lot of the eggs of the basket yeah yeah mm-hmm. they they were they were a very large part of of the eggs in the basket that it would cause a problem if something happened and after two or three conversations about that i realized that there was a very real probability that those eggs are going to fall out of the basket. And so I was like, Ooh, that's strange. And so then serendipitously, uh, I saw a, you know, a, uh, a rival agency, uh, Sullivan Higdon sync. They were like, Hey, we're looking for a new social media manager. And I'm like, well, shit, I'm on Facebook all the time. <laughs> uh, you know, I could do that. And so, and so, so I went for, I, I went and I kind of threw my hat in that ring and then things got, got uh, serious and they offered me a job. And then I, I went to, uh, I went to the, to my superiors at Barclay and I said, Hey, you know, they, they offered me this job. Here's what I'm going to go do and all that. And they were like, well, what, you know, you do a great job and, and we really kind of don't want to see you go. Um, what what can we do to keep you here? I'm like I don't know. I'm just figure something out. Okay, give us a couple hours. We'll talk to you. Huh. And then uh, the and about four hours later, the CEO came over to my to my desk and he's like, you know what? We've been talking and this really is an awesome because because we know where your passions lie and we know that this is an awesome opportunity for you and our advice is to just go take it and <laughs> and yeah and and when he said that you know when the ceo of the agency said that i didn't take that as a oh well they really feel like you know that they know that's they're where looking my out for you yeah they know that's where my passions lie and they really think that i need to go take this opportunity they're like oh whew, you just did us a favor holy shit yes that is that is a that is a big load off our minds because that's one less person that we need to lay off yeah and so i i took this opportunity at sullivan higdon and sink and Two weeks after I took that, I would, I mean, so two weeks after I started at the new job, uh-huh. Sonic went away and oh. half the agency got laid off. Yeah, that's the, that's and, the scary yeah. thing about any agency life is that you get that big client and you just devote a lot of attention to it because, yeah. again, why wouldn't you? Right. But yeah there's the downside that no one's ever going to stay with an agency forever. It just no. doesn't happen yeah, but you know it was, it was just one of those things that luckily i I was able I was in a position where I could get that sniff of the wind that you know kind of led me to go ooh, i i I gotta go i i smell I smell death yeah <laughs> and and uh it, well, I mean, and you know one of one of our good friends, Pat yeah. Piper. He was he was he was one of the guys that you know, like two weeks two weeks after uh, you know two weeks after I was there, we heard the news, and three weeks after I was I was meeting with him at a at a Panera Bread, and he's like, "What the fuck am I going to do? Right. Uh, you know, can, can you help me put together a website with a portfolio?" Yeah, and so you know, I mean, nobody was immune. No, no. Uh, yeah. No, it's not. It's it's. There's not not a lot of loyalty. I'm not saying that there should be. I mean, I I don't know how one could get back to a, a system, but that was, I guess, what our parents grew up with. In, I don't think a, we ever in a, in a can market get, where you have people yeah. just basically trying to steal your employees from you all the time. 
Well, even even not with that, there there is just there seriously just is no way that our world is built business wise in a way that that goes to what our parents do and our yeah. parents and our parents don't understand it at all. They don't understand how it is. We can't spend 20 years at some place. Yeah. yeah. Just and, get a good pension. What's a pension? Yeah. There's, there's no such thing anymore. You mean a 401k? Guess what? Those also don't exist anymore. No, no, they don't. Let's find a one. Yeah. That could, that, I mean, that leads me to like a natural thought I always have is, I mean, I guess this is a question for for you or anyone. Is like, would you rather be hired by a company or to be contract? Like in terms of like agencies protecting themselves from having to fire a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. If you have them on contract, it's just terminating a contract rather than firing people. Yeah. Or at least well, in terms of you hire contract people to ramp up for projects or whatever, and then there's a natural understanding between those two parties that this could end rather than I, I hired you right. and I have to fire you. And that's dramatic. Well, you know, yeah, honest, honestly, and, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I do have a lot to say about that. Um, I at the end of last year. So around Christmas time, I contracted with another web agency here in town uh, to work on a overflow project. And they, as I started that project, they were like, you know what, we've got a whole lot of other things. And so as we were talking about the whole lot of other things, we started talking about what it would look like for me to stop doing my own consulting thing and just being an employee of theirs, mm-hmm. which at the face of it sounded pretty awesome. I was like, yeah, okay. Because, you know, last year kind of sucked for me. And, uh, and it seemed like that was, that was a great thing that I wanted to do. Uh, you know, as we, as we got into the discussions a little bit more, it became pretty apparent that, okay, with, with all the salary that I wanted and the benefits and all the things and everything that, that, yeah, they could do that, but it, and and you know the owner of the company was straightforward with me is like we could totally do that but it puts you as number 1 on the list to go if things go south and he's like i don't yeah, want to do right. that to you i don't want to do that to you because that's just that's not fair to you so you know here's here's the thing we can do we can keep just working as a contract thing and you know we we've got this stuff and it just keeps on coming and it keeps on coming and they'll and just re-up you, you automatically yeah and stuff. and yeah. so yeah so basically basically the way it works is we just re-up you based on on projects and and you know i i said immediately i was like yeah that sounds great because that allows me to continue to to go and seek projects on my own. Right. Um, you know, and and of which I have been able to do that. And so I've got my own things and they've got things and it it keeps me busy. And there was some, you know, there has been some time within the last few weeks that things that they had wanted to get going have have stalled, but that was okay, but it, because I had stuff to go on and that has actually worked out really well. And right. I think I think it has worked out way better than well, it's it's worked out way better than than either of the of the options, which would be me not talking to these people and going, Hey, yeah, just give me whatever overflow you've got. Right. Um or B me being number one on the chopping block, which I never ever want to do again. Period. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, especially especially when when you are identified as the CEO in a meeting, going, you know what, you are number one on the chopping block. Nope, nope, don't want to be that. Hey, at least honest, so, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was that was actually probably one of the best meetings that I've ever had because just that. That brutal honesty, he was like, 
look, you know, I, I don't want to be a dick and I don't want to fuck you over. And so by me saying, no, we can't come to an agreement because if anything ever, ever goes bad, you're gone. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Great. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for that. What's your uh, insurance situation? Or uh, did it? I assume you have to get it independently. They're not. Yeah, I have. To, yeah, my my insurance situation is really bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. Did it's, you go through ACA or are you? Yeah, I went. I yeah. went through ACA, and That's I'm actually I'm actually working on a thing right now. To be quite honest, I have zero insurance at the moment. Yep, been uh, there. And been there, and I'm I'm working through paperwork trying to get back onto insurance and so does that yeah, mean your your kid great you're on, on medicaid what's the i, yeah. I never can tell the difference between medicaid and medicare medicare's for everyone I, medicaid's I honestly, seniors I, I honestly don't know i i just we did I, that for yeah i think five years i was without insurance our whole family it was during uh no yeah it was a couple years and it was when we had our last kid we didn't have insurance Ugh. We had to figure out how you, to pay you for had a, You had a kid without insurance. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So we had to go to a special clinic that let you pay for the pregnancy up front. I think it was like 2500 bucks. Wow. But it was basically like, that's what the poorest of poor people have to do. Yeah, yeah. This was, well, he's nine, so that was nine Man. years ago. <laughs> Man. I am good at math. You uh, are good at math. Was, good for you. Yeah, I did it. Um, that was really not great because it was basically uh, we got denied once and then everyone denied us after that. Yeah. Which thank God for, I mean, like anyone who's in freelance should be so thankful for ACA because believe me, every year we'd be shopping for new insurance because they would hike your rates insanely. Like every year I had to go shopping for new insurance because it would be like, well, yeah. This year it's seven hundred. Next year it's going to be twenty five, twenty five hundred dollars a month. Like, why yeah. is the up up in the rate? They're like, just because, like, because you're an individual. We don't care. We don't want you uh, actually. And it's illegal to go on a group plan if you're not a part of a company. So, like, it was just you're just screwed. And like, I think my wife answered a question. It was Anthem. They asked. <laughs> this was insane. I don't. I wish we kept the paperwork. They asked if you thought you had any ailments. Like, do you think you have any of the following? And she's like, I think I might have TMJ. Oh, we don't cover that. Denied. Ugh. They, they so they roped you into a denial of service question. Really? Yeah. They. Yeah. Oh, T, <sighs> T, T, TMJ. Really? Like seriously? Yeah. Oh. That she's like my top pops. So uh, TMJ. You so know, like we don't I cover could, that. I could, pro- I could probably do about three episodes on that. My mom, <laughs> my mom dealt with that. Uh, she doesn't have TMJ. She's never been diagnosed with it. She just thinks that she might. Cause oh, her jaw pops oh, a lot. okay, okay. Yeah. Well, so it wasn't an actual because they asked if you thought you had something, not oh, okay, diagnosed, okay, okay. not not seen for professionally. It was like a trap question. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I told her, I'm like, well, I answered no. Of course I didn't have any of those. She's like, oh, well, I just oh. answered honestly. I'm like, oh, I was, I was trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. and, she, she like, and they asked you to go to therapy. And she's like, yes. Like, well, we don't cover mental health. So basically they said no to anything that you said yes yep. to. Yeah. And then when I went shopping for other insurance, like, well, we see that you're just denied by Anthem and we don't cover people who are denied. Uh, uh, so when ACA finally happened I'm like thank god because yeah yeah (laughs) believe me insurance companies found every way to not cover you because you're an individual and they can't make money off of you Mm. and guess what we're gonna go right back to that if yes yes something doesn't change real fast yeah good god yep yeah I always I always don't understand why companies don't just offer contract work to people because it's. I would think it's best for both parties, especially yeah. in today's world where offering me a job is no guarantee of stability at all. Right. I mean, it might yeah. be the illusion of stability, but it's not really. I mean, yeah. I, God, I would love if that changed, but 
Yeah, well, great. You know, I have and, a job and I have coverage, but I could lose that job and mm-hmm, have to find more mm-hmm. work just as quick as if, or if I am contract, I at least am always under the assumption that this will end and I have to find something else. time for something different yeah my uh fuck i don't even remember oh um my <laughs> help me my my uh, okay i it was it was we're it talking was about a, dipping it, in it and out startup thing. yeah work. it was yeah. a startup thing everyone jumped um, into startups yeah my uh, i there's no there's no agencies anymore i i know and i still have I still have pure design huge agencies. huge reticence on on just like the pure startup thing. It, it's it feels good on the surface. What do you mean <sighs> in terms of if you were to be offered a job by a startup yes, you'd be yes, really yes, reluctant? Yes, yes. Right. Yes, I, I would I be. Would, yeah, I don't blame I, you. I absolutely also, would. Also, what the hell does startup mean? Right. Like everyone calls our company a startup, I'm like, I don't know if that's true. We have revenue, uh-huh. pretty good revenue. The startup money that we take was for that expansion, because mm. we couldn't have done it. We could have done it on our own without it, but it would take it a long time. Maybe that would have been a better course. But like, what is startup? What does that mean? It means you're new. Is that it? Does it mean you're a new company and then you take investment? And that's what I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, by, by surface definition, yes. What happens to the startups that make money? Are they startups anymore? Is it just because they get VC money? I mean, what about businesses that take bank loans? Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's virtually the same thing, but well, just yeah. not as sexy. Right. I don't know. I find it it's just a meaningless term. Probably used to have meaning, but it doesn't as much anymore. It did at one point. You know, for sure. startup. When I shit, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> ding ding! I didn't ding, know where ding, I was going ding, with that. Ding. It just stopped. Oh, my headphones in the bathroom. That's a startup idea. There you go. Headphones in the bathroom. Headphone covers. Don't want fecal matter on your headphones. Get headphones. Headphone condoms. condoms. Headphone condoms. Yep. Uh, that's so I, spray. Oh man! All right, so so I didn't get it set up this week, but did did you listen to? The, <laughs> did you say Harmontown? Nope, okay. nope, not Harmontown. The other co- podcast we always talk about. Did you listen to Do by Friday, <laughs> where they set up the the uh, the it soundboard? Br- oh, it was amazing because I got so confused. Because I'm like, wait, is that real or not real? What's happening? <laughs> I had no idea what was happening. It was amazing. I also love that I think Merlin used uh, something that I always, always, always quote, or at least know. And now I can't remember it. Damn it. He used some things that I'm like, I bet most people don't know what that's from, and I know exactly what that's from. And it doesn't um, matter right now, because I can't think of what it was. The, which, oh, like like... Was was it a sound effect or a? Quote? It was a. It was it was like someone talking. Oh yeah, because his his mushrooms. was not his was like off mic. Um, well, he kept doing it, doing it to annoy everyone. Oh, mm. uh, it was pretty hilarious. Yeah, that was. Oh, it was. Oh, I, I know exactly what it was. It was the Patton Oswalt. What are you doing? He just kept doing that. I'm like, I know what that's from. <laughs> what are you yes. doing? Uh, I, I, what's funny also is that I just we listened to that at the dinner table as a family. Boy, that really puts our family in a really weird light. But <laughs> I have teenagers, so there's context. But we were listening to that bit because I'm like, it's hilarious. What are you doing? What are you doing? Stella Norbert. Yeah. So so anyway, so that was pretty so great. They, so so they they uh, <laughs> laid out the name of what the software was that they were using. Oh yeah, to I make the soundboard. Farago by uh, Rogue oh. Amoeba. Okay. So so I picked it up. Yeah. Uh and uh I was I was uh-huh. going to get it all set up for tonight, but it's not set up. 
So, so is it literally a board? It, or is it, it is. Just digital? Yeah, it's a, it's soundboard software, and 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 they have like detailed instructions on how. So to So they set don't it up. give you like a little physical pad that you press buttons on or something. No, no, because I no, think they that don't. would be kind of fun. They As don't. It's all it's all hot to make key, a, uh, So to make a touchpad that you can. Well, I mean, I, I've got little MIDI controllers that I can yeah. actually, I can map it to little touch. That's pads what I mean. Over like, here, yeah. you can keep your laptop yeah. for laptopy things and have mm-hmm. a nice little 1970s no, I could, I, WKRP yeah, I could, soundboard. I, I personally could do that. That'd be fun. But you would have to, you, yeah, you'd have to. Set and then it you all make up. that and sell that. Oh yeah, yeah. And but but they have they have lots of uh, instructions on how to set it up as a podcast. So next time I will be able to route oh boy. my microphone plus the soundboard through, so that way you will know when I you know hit. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And Mark. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard, and hopefully you got something good from it. If you want to be part of the conversation, you can reach us on Twitter at Uncle Weepy. You can look for Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon on Facebook, or you can just send a regular old email to talk at UncleWeepy.show. Our hope is that we can help you. And in order to do that, there are a couple of things you can do to help us. First, please rate and review this show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you happen to subscribe. The more ratings and reviews we get, the more likely the podcast robots that run the world are to suggest this show to someone else. And that means more help for everybody. We all win. Second, if you like what you hear, support us on Patreon. Supporters of the show will gain access to exclusive content and other fun things that we haven't even dreamed of yet. Go to patreon.com slash uncleweepy today to give us some of your money. And thanks again for listening. 